That's one of my five rules. Intentionality. You want your relationships to be better? Show up with some intentionality. You want your job life to be better? Show up with some intentionality. You want any relationship, any interaction with anything. If you're going to be like you want to play guitar. I hear this all the time because I play bass. I want to learn guitar. I want to learn guitar. No, you want to be bitching is what you want. You want to strap on a guitar so you can get on YouTube and, you know, um, be wonderful, be admired and play a tune. And it ain't like that at all. It's work. It's fucking work. You have to be extremely intentional if you want to be a good guitarist. Now, if you want to learn some chords, you're still going to have to be intentional because you're going to have to learn how to place your fingers. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to go through a big learning curve. And you have to be intentional. You know, I get this all the time. It's like, oh, I want to, will you teach me? And it's like, no. You know, it's like, and then most people, they get like a guitar and they're unintentional or a piano or something, not a big, you know, like a little keyboard. And it's like they have it for a while and then it's sitting in the corner and it's like, isn't that your guitar? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to learn someday. It's like, well, all you're doing is sitting on your ass. Why don't you? I know. I'll get there. Well, those are internal blocks. We deal with that at Educo. That's past shit, by the way. So we'll just put that on a shelf, but we're talking about intentionality and I'm not talking about forcing talking about being powerful that's about focused awareness it's about focused awareness and much of you have focused distraction got to be intentional got to learn intentionality so what are we talking about what, what the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about, again, we're going right back to this. Declare your war on 13 enemies you cannot see. And why am I saying this? Because this is what we have become, and it's going to get worse. Do you see that there's shootings every other day? Every other week? Every other month? But it's getting like every other day now. Some of us could foresee this 10 years ago because we're clairvoyant. No, because we study how you bring down a society and you better believe that there is nefarious and it doesn't have to be, what is the one that everyone always says? Um, The Illuminati. It doesn't, you don't need anything in the dark. It's right out in your face. You got central bankers manipulating, printing money. You got government officials with the rule of law, the the power to write law that are writing whatever the hell they want. If they, you know, it doesn't matter. There's no more constitutional constraints. There's no, see, the constitution is only as good as you are noble. But what we're dealing with is egotism, arrogance, conceit, selfishness, greed, lust, intolerance, anger, lying, cheating, gossiping, and slandering. That's what you, that's what's all through. Isn't that all through your government? These are the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. So you better face your own egotism, arrogance, conceit, 
selfishness, greed, lust, intolerance, anger, lying, cheating, gossiping, and slandering. And I would add on here that he's missing. That's a quote. Al Ghazali. Al Ghazali. Fear. Because anger and fear are two horns of the trifecta. Just add pride. Just add pride to that. And we're dealing with this everywhere. You get in front of somebody this weekend. In between them and their distraction, you get your ass run over or get in a fight or get... I watch people just jump in their freaking vehicle and just fucking haul ass out of parking lots. It's like, this is a parking lot. Can you just be cool till you get out? No, not anymore. Have you noticed it? What do you see? Is it business as usual? Is there anything impending? Do you see the impending doom? Or maybe that's what's driving everybody deeper into their distractions. And yes, I would say there's a good part of that. And you can't confront anybody with the truth anymore because then they're just going to get offended and then hammer you. But you should do it anyway. Do it for your own sanity. If the situation calls for it. Check this out. Fear is the path to the dark side. You know this. You know who said this. Come on. Star Wars. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Now, I don't care if this was in a movie. That is the truth. Fear and anger are two sides of the same coin. Anger leads to hate. Anger is hate. It's just, you you have all degrees from, do you know impatience is a low level anger? Impatience is you in a low level. I was just irritated. I wasn't angry. It's the same thing. Haven't you seen my anger scale? Just picture, you know, just picture like um, your speedometer when you used to have a speedometer with a needle, but you've got a range from zero to whatever, 140, 150. 150 is you burning the fucking place down and shooting everybody. Okay, that's what we call out of control psychotic rage but at around five is you huffing and puffing and this is this is america you you gotta wait you may have to wait 50 seconds this is modern women with their kids all this sighing all this pushing, that's called low-level anger. And believe me, woman, your kid feels it. He feels that pressure. She feels that pressure. The customer service people feel it when you're on the, on the phone going, <sighs> huffing and puffing. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. All of it leads to suffering. That was Yoda, by the way. The greatest fear in the world is of opinions of others. The greatest fear in the world is of opinions of others. And the moment you are unafraid of the crowd, you are no longer a sheep. You become a lion. A great roar arises in your heart. The roar of freedom. Osho. 
That's overcoming fear. Declare your jihad on 13 enemies you cannot see. Ego egoism, arrogance, conceit, selfishness, greed, lust, intolerance, anger, lying, cheating, gossiping, and slandering. If you can master and destroy them, you will be ready to fight the enemy you can see. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, brother? Do you understand what I'm saying to you, sister? That's a quote. El Ghazali. El Ghazali. I'm working on it, man. I should have looked it up and listened first to the pronunciation. El Ghazali. Declare your war on the 13 enemies. I'm going to amend it a little bit. Quote with a little amendment. I'm going to throw in within. Declare your jihad on the 13 enemies you cannot see that are within. And I'm going to add fear and make it 14. Fear, egoism, arrogance, conceit, selfishness, greed, lust, intolerance, anger. Oh, you're an angry lot. Your impatience is low-level anger. And then when we press you a little bit more, we see what comes out. And then when we really press you, we see your real character. Do you want to be a man of character? Learn to overcome your anger by patiently observing that you do not have patience. That something is missing. People that are dynamic in the moment have this natural, like, it's like curiosity kills impatience. It's like the will to overcome. The will to be productive, the will to be more, right, overcomes impatience because it's like, again, we go back to it is you pushing against reality. What does impatience do? Is it going to make your kid move faster? Is it going to make the screw go in quicker? Impatience is telling you that you are wrong, that the situation needs something else. Folks, we are running into some big shit. And we are not people of character. But if you're listening to this, be a man or woman of character. Allow your weaknesses to show you where you need to grow. Because this is the time. I have all these quotes and I can never find them. When I when I start the show, it's like they're all right here. Um these are the times that try men's souls. And you have to become as resilient as you possibly can. You got to be physically resilient. I was working with somebody and the, this person kind of pretends to be on board with the survival and I know I was watching um, full spectrum survival an older one and I really like those two I love the dynamic in that couple I love that they are both intentional and they're on the same page um, I appreciate the cohesiveness of the message that they bring I appreciate the forthrightness I believe his name is Brad that he brings forth 
he is what I've always, um, what he's doing is what I really wanted to do with my survival, but did not, was not able to make that jump. And then I've kind of made the midway jump for which I really like. And I think is, is, could be optimal, but I would love to do and have a retreat that he has. And I love that they are spending and expending their time and labor into direct things instead of trading it for fiat currency, then trading the fiat currency, which the government and the central banks take rake off the top through inflation, through tax, through um, certifications, through permits, through licensing, through um, registrations through all that bullcrap suck all the value out of what you put into you know your labor you're trading for that currency and they're stealing from it if you could just put your labor directly into what you need that is the ideal guys and that's what they're doing you know they have a chainsaw um, sawmill so they weren't they saved thousands of dollars on lumber. They didn't go trade their labor for currency for doing something else that wasn't benefiting them. Then took that currency and and was you know sapped with the wood prices, and then built from that. They were able just directly to cut down their own trees and make lumber and then build structures from that. That Now, you may not be able to do that, but you get the point. Being able to directly invest your labor, and that's like a lost art. I mean, that's what I do with my cooking. It's like, no, I'm not trading my time to get money to go buy crappy food. Crappy food nearly killed me. Okay? Crappy food poisoned me. And I'm down with crappy food. You have the right to eat crappy food, and I'm all down for it because there's times where I want crappy food. There's times I want fast food. There's times I want blah, 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 but not always. And there's good food out there too, don't get me wrong, but generally, the most cost-effective and most healthy food is going to be food that you buy with the intentionality of being healthy. Again, we go back to intentionality. Why, why am I talking about any of this? Because this is what's real. Wonder, we have angry people. We have deceitful people. We have people that cannot face themselves. They will find groups of people. We see this everywhere. I call them shapeshifters. And it's like, if you tell them the truth... You know, they'll be your buddy, they'll be your friend, they'll be whatever, as long as you guys play the game. I like you, you like me, you're cool, I'm cool. Then challenge them once and go, dude, that's not cool. See what comes out. Or say, or not agree with them about something. Like gossiping. You go, did you see blah, 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 blah. And you go, you know what? I'm really not into it. I hate backbiting. I said that to my wife when I was married. I said, knock that shit off. Knock that fucking backbiting off. Because everyone gets together in the community and they're like, did you see so I will not have it. It's been in this community. And I said, I got no problem with that person. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I'm here to be free. I don't care. I may have my opinions, but, but I ain't sharing them with you. 
I don't need to go and coalesce with other people so we all have this group think. And that's what people do, shapeshifters. You know, you get somebody who tells you the truth, they'll run and find three liars to support them in their lie. That, and we do this. This is what we do. We tell ourselves a narrative. We keep telling ourselves a narrative. You become psychotic, America. A great majority of people. You can't lop off your fucking dick and become a woman. I'm sorry. You, this is a lie. You're not a woman. You're a man. I don't, I don't know what you feel. And that's not my business. But, but cutting off my arm doesn't, doesn't make me something else. Do you understand what I'm saying? How insane that is? Cutting off my hand doesn't make me something else. Cutting off my reproductive parts does not make me something else. It just alters what I am. It doesn't make me into something. It's actually degrading me. And I'm sorry that everyone wants to, you know, this is the stupid shit. I can't walk around and believe that I'm a butterfly. But there's fucking people that are pushing laws that you need to respect this garbage. Become liars. And then we get people go, yes, you are a cat. Yes, you are a unicorn. You go express yourself. This is utter hell. And if you're conscious in this shit... You're the enemy and it's hell. Truth tellers get killed. That's why I say go get a rope. I'll fucking... You want to come? You want a mob come fucking hang me? I'm going to take some eyeballs out on my way out. But I'd rather be in the presence of divine intelligence and the creator of the universe than to be with a mob and be alive. If telling the truth means you're going to fucking hang me on the rope, then get, go get the fucking rope because I ain't going to stop. And that doesn't mean I'm going to be down in the fucking mud with everybody. But it means I value truth. Do you value truth? See what's coming. See what's coming down the line. Look at your anger. Look at the look at your selfishness. Look at wherever it's at. Look where you're look where you're fudging. Stop fudging. Stop fudging. Anybody can become angry. Quote. Anybody can become angry. That's easy. But to be angry with the right person. And at the right degree. And at the right time. And for the right purpose. And more importantly. I'm adding that. And in the right way. That is not within everybody's power. And is not easy. Aristotle. But that's how you're going to survive. Find out what your values are. Find out where you are fudging against your own values. And stop. Feel the burn of truth. Are you a liar? But do you love truth? Let it burn. Do you see yourself fudging? We used to call it, Jocko used to call it Heinz 57. And that's like when you have a story, you said, you know, like you like, like, this is a true story. There was a car on the, on the um, 101 up around Carpinteria that went off 
when he and I were going to work many a year ago. And I pulled over. This car went right off into the rocks, almost into the ocean. Because the freeway goes right along the ocean there, Carpinteria. And I jumped out of the car, and I was the first one down there. And I told him not to move, and I said, help's on the way. Then there was like this admiral that came down. I'm like, you got this, right? I was very young, and I had long hair. I'm like, you got this? Because we got to get to work. Now, this is what people do. Are you an embellisher? Oh, this car went off, and it did, and it barrel rolled. That's the truth. Then I jumped down there. And, you know, I was down there so fast, I fell on the rocks and cut myself. And I freaking busted. I couldn't get the, the open, and I grabbed the thing, and I broke the passenger window open and opened up the door, and I pulled that guy out. That's lying. But we allow ourselves. Or do you embellish? Do you put Heinz 57 on your story to make it sound better, to give it more oomph? They used to call it like white lies or embellishing. You're lying. You're making yourself look better than you are. This is what we've become. Don't be a liar. Be a lover of truth. Then you'll be able to see the truth. You'll be able to discern. These are bubbles. These people are lying to you. The Fed came out and said 2.1% inflation for this year. Uh, Hello, Jerome. Jerome Powell. Mr. Jerome Powell. Hello. If you annualize the inflation that we already have right now, that's 10%. They're telling you it's only going to be 2.1. So that means you got to have like negative. For what? And here's the other thing that they you may not know. Here's a little financial. Here's a little monetary. They're projecting the next 10 years, no recession. Not only that, like some like 3.6 something percent average GDP. Over 3%. Don't quote me. Look it up. Over three percent for the last twelve years, we haven't had over. We haven't had three percent. We've had an average through Obama and Trump, two point two, two point three percent GDP, which is dismal, which is shit. By the way, this is what your Fed's telling you. Your Fed's telling you that there's going to be over three percent. There's not going to be any recession. Oh, and inflation's not going to go past two percent, even though it already has. This is Stephen J. Rocker for Suburban Survival. Declare your jihad on the 13 enemies, yet the 14 enemies. Fear, egoism, arrogance, conceit, selfishness, greed, lust, intolerance, anger, lying, cheating, gossiping, and slandering. Declare your war on these enemies that are within. And if you can master and destroy them, then you'll be ready to fight the enemy you can see. Suburban survival, remember, dig in and dig deep. Declare your jihad on 13 enemies you cannot see. What are those 13 enemies? This is Stephen J. Rocker, Suburban Survival, Andy Duco personal and professional life strategies and I'm going to be getting deeper 
with you today because the shit is getting deep. The people are insane. The markets are ludicrous. The governments are corrupt liars. And most of you are liars. Now I know that's going to burn. But if the shoe fits, put it on. Because the only way is through, not around the truth. Declare your jihad on 13 enemies you cannot see. Oh yeah, we're going deep. Because that's where I dwell. I love to have fun. I love to be goofy. I have wigs. I have, uh, you say wigs? What are you, trans? No, not trans. Actor. Clown. Um, teller of stories. And you're going to see. We like to do skits. Weren't you a kid? Did you ever like to do skits? Did you like to play a part? Right now. Lively. Straight away. Come on now. I love that. And I love to be authentic. I resonate with authenticity. That doesn't mean I am perfect in that which I resonate with. And that's the dark side. And that's where we're going to go right now. Are you ready? Declare your jihad on 13 enemies you cannot see. Now who's got the fucking balls to go here with me? Because we're going to start right off the bat. Because there's a great too many of you Americans that are suffering from this right here. Egotism. Arrogance. Conceit. Selfishness. Greed. Lust. Intolerance. Anger. Lying. Cheating. Gossiping. Oh my gosh, you are gossips. I've never seen... I, I mean, there's going to come a time where they look back and they go, the men were worse than the women during this period when it come to gossiping. Talking shit. Gossiping and slandering. If you can master and destroy them, then you will be ready to fight the enemy you can see. Al-Ghazali. Zali. Ghazali. G-H-A-Z-Z-A-L-I. Quote, let me say it again. Declare your jihad. Declare your war on the 13 enemies that I would add that are within. That's why you can't see them with your eyes. But you can perceive them with your spirit. And if you, if this is resonating with you, do you have... Are you... Is egoism. Egoism is about projecting an image. And then feeding and sustaining that image. And that image does not reflect reality. It reflects a skewed part of reality. And oh, American, are you saturated in it? <clears throat> oh, postmodern, post-enlightened. 
And we all are to some degree because that is what this life is about. When I put up podcasts about find out what your values are and I insert in there this question to stick into your mind, into the crawl of your soul, into your spirit. If there's something that is alive that can hear this. And that is, what is the purpose of your life? What is the purpose of your life to fuck, feed, and feast your desires? Or feed your desires? Is it to just stuff yourself with entertainment and to feel good about yourself at all times? I say, no way. I say, no way. No way, Jose, as we say behind the paper curtain. No way. That's why your life is miserable. Egotism, pushing out, willful people. Do you see the willfulness? I did a little uh, social experiment this Memorial Day holiday. And I'm in a place that wasn't too happy with masks to begin with. And it's irrelevant, my perspective on masks. Although it was grounded in common sense and it was dynamic. Just like what I teach, just like what we teach, that you have to be aware. So I was ahead of the game because I'm not a drone. I value being awake, but it really sucks being in a culture that loves to be asleep. Egotism. Did you see everybody this weekend? Here's my social experiment. I wore a mask. Now, the law says if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But everybody that I talked to prior to this, and this is anecdotal, and I know that. This is Stephen J. Rocker in Suburban Survival and more. You're going to get a lot more Educo. Educo, to bring forth from within you. What's in you? Bring it forth. Bring it out. Whether it's devil or angel, bring it out into view of the objective self, not the person. Yes, those are Muji terms. So I'm out and about. One thing I noticed, and I conferred with the priest this afternoon, and he said on his mini team, they experienced the same thing. I said, people were fucking crazy this Memorial Day weekend, especially Memorial Day fucking crazy fucking crazy and you know what I'm talking about if you're awake you know what I'm talking about if you're one of those people and you're awake it's like get out of the way I gotta get my chips and beer it's like get out of the way I need to go 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 I need to get away I need to grab my cooler grab my drinks grab my food grab my stuff and I'll run you over Because all I can see is my distraction calling me away from this reality that we've been living and that we are stuck in. And I hate to tell you people, you better wake the fuck up from that dream, from that nightmare of living somehow apart 
from what is descending upon us, egotism. I mean, the tits and ass were out. The uh, jump in my truck and nearly run you over. The I'm so wrapped up in the, you know, it's you can see the busyness of the thoughts in the head. And you know here at Duco and Suburban Survival, we're about being objective about the endless loop of thoughts so that you don't suffer from them. And most of you are so lost in this endless loop of thoughts, you think it's normal. And like Barry Long said, that it is a disease. And I'm using that word lightly because we use disease for everything. Oh, you got a disease. You're an angry cunt. Oh, she's got the, you know, disease. That what, the angry cunt disease? You got the, um, I'm an asshole disease? No, it's character. And you have choice over character. You have choice over character. You have choice of what you want to see, kind of. I got to caveat that a little bit, because to be honest, which I am a slave to articulating that, which is true, there's a lot that you don't see and you have no control over. And that's what we call, what do we call that? It's like unconscious incompetence. I think coactive coaching calls it. Because there's an incompetence that you have but it's unconscious. But, and this is a big B, U, T, T, a big ass but. Yeah, wear it. There's a lot that you can see, that you lie about, that you make excuses, that you distract yourself. And part of that is the shit that we're talking about here in survival. And I'm sorry about the loose and liberal use of expletives. We'll try to curtail that with more articulate and mannerable speech and vernacular. But if I need to get down, I'm going to throw down. And it's time to throw down. Everybody was crazy this weekend. And you can see that nobody's learned anything. Nobody's learned to slow down. These bubbles are going to pop and they're going to pop in your face and they might pop tomorrow. They might pop a year from now. They might pop 10 months from now. None of us know, but they ain't going to go on forever. You had the longest expansion in United in world history. It was, um, or something like 130 months. You know, it was almost 11 years before COVID hit. And there was no downturn. And that's because your Fed didn't just wake up at COVID and start buying assets from banks and creating bank reserves out of thin air. There you go, Jay Bravo. I can say it. You guys are all hung up on doctrine. You're all hung up on inflation or deflation. You're all hung up and having these stupid fights. And then there's those who don't even want to know. And that's the majority of you pathetic fucks. And I'm sorry to be rude, and I hope I'm stabbing your ego right in the heart. Because it's time to wake up, and you don't want to be a pathetic fuck. Go watch World War II and see the people that didn't prepare. The people that didn't want to know. The people that said, you know what, my government can do no wrong. Even though they're flying planes into a sovereign nation. 
ships that never did anything to them to provoke them for their conquest. That's Japan. And the people in there believed that they were noble because they didn't want to know. But a lot of people knew. Do the history. Watch the videos. Watch the interviews. You're supposed to die with a smile on for the emperor. And that was your solemn duty. And you know what it is? It is just and right and noble to die for a noble and just and right cause. But taking over the world? Because you choose to? is not a noble quest. We become separated from reality and it's based in your character. And I don't know how to tie, you know, and I may just let the survival shit go even though I live it and love it and let it grow me. And we're talking about building resilience and all that, but then there's this big part that I know. And so I was talking with priests today. And he's an enlightened being. We're flawed. Don't get me wrong. But there, but that's, but, but part of being evolved is knowing that you're imperfect. And a curiosity and a willingness to become more to seek more because that's already in you if you just give it a little bit of fuel but most of you snuff it out with anger and fear and your own fucking willfulness and it is pathetic and you destroy everything even even you people that fucking get ahead you look at the path you leave behind it would have been better if you only made you know like a nominal salary and you actually still were the father of your freaking sons and you were in that house. It would be better. See what I'm saying? Nobody's in, in for this stuff. And only you, they hear me. Wherever this finds you. You know, maybe it won't be in this generation. But I got to speak it. Because it's, it's just right in my face every day. People will cling to their anger. People will cling to their willfulness. They will cling to their damn distractions. And there's a tsunami coming. And we haven't learned a damn thing. That's what I saw this weekend. And I put a mask on and I was a social fucking pariah. I was the fuck. I got people that I would talk to all the time when we were both wearing masks. And now I'm wearing the masks. It's like, what is your major malfunction? And I'm not some weak, freaking limp, wristed, freaking bent. I'm fucking bold, powerful, gregarious. I engage people. I'm the guy who who starts making small talk, but not annoying, but but actually just engaging you out of your droneness, bringing some light. Hey man, look at the beautiful sunshine. Uh, I'm stuck in. Yeah, but you got these windows, and it's good to be employed. Thanks for being here. What do you think about the masks? I asked all those people beforehand. I engage everybody. What do you think? I want to know. I'm curious. And now I'm curious to go out where everybody, it's all fucking, you know, the smoke isn't even cleared the air over this COVID thing. And we are out the fucking door. The hubris of this mankind. The hubris. It's like, how about just, you know, be discreet? Because we all went one way 
you know, at the beginning, then like a big pendulum shifted the other way and then shifted back and you blame government, but you were doing it. Eh, it's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then shitloads of people in hospitals were all shutting. And it's like, well, what, what do you do with that? And there's still people who are like, and I'm not saying it wasn't man-made. And I'm not saying that it wasn't any, I'm not saying it wasn't nefarious. What I'm saying is, is that it was. That it was. That there is and was something that went through and start knocking a shitload of people down whether it killed them or not it knocked a shitload of people and filled a bunch of fucking hospitals and the government was no mask at the beginning then finally it was mask but it never mandated the federal government never mandated masks that was all local like South Dakota I don't think ever had masks or North Dakota one of them I think North Dakota we had very light restrictions through the whole thing. But what's the point? The smoke hasn't even settled and you're running out the freaking door. People are crazy. Egotism, arrogance, conceit. There's nothing to learn here. There's nothing for me to understand. There's nothing for me to pull back. Egotism, arrogance, conceit. I was a social pariah, I was wearing a mask. I wanna see what people are like. And I already know what people are like. And you better believe that a people without enlightenment, a people without principle, do I need to pull up the quotes? I do. Or a people that will rip you to shreds in a minute. Go watch somebody getting ganked in the city. Go watch one of these videos with one of these soft suburban kids staying around a city place too long. And the city folk come in that are uh, thieves and gangsters and see what happens. See what happens when, when there is no retaliation. See what happens to your own human nature when you don't have food, when you can't get your way, when you can't get to your distractions, I'm talking to you. I'm talking about a spirit of fucking egotism, of arrogance. I'm talking about a spirit of conceit, of selfishness. I'm talking about a spirit of greed. You see the greed in these markets? Where, here, I got something right here for you. Let me pull this out and we'll get this going. We'll get the Educo channel going, but you're going to get a dose of it right here. You're going to get a dose because I'm living this shit. Do you understand? Do you understand what it's like? And you do. There's people out there. You do. If you can listen to this and you want to go deeper, if you want to overcome your own arrogance, you want to overcome your own cheating and lying and gossiping, because I've had it. I catch myself. I put a huge value on being a man of integrity and I honor a man of integrity. I honor a man who shows up and he's intentional. I honor a man who shows up and is fucking conscious. And boy is it a delight, man or woman, to run into somebody, you know, who can go deep, who can be conscious, who can take direction, who can give direction. We live in a world 
of codependent, narcissistic, fucking shape-shifting, weak-willed, ignoble motherfuckers. Make that a short and fucking play it. And I can keep going, too. You haven't got a fucking dose of what this motherfucker's about right here. I've been easing in. But I'm feeling it. I'm seeing it. And it's growing me. Because that's what you do with evil. It becomes a catalyst for your growth. If you're a man. If you're, if you're a man who is seeking something higher than his own fucking dick. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can I get that crass? Can I get that plain? So, then his own fucking desires. Because if you're left to go after what we've been told, you know, you can be whatever you want, do whatever you want, and there's no consequence. Bullshit! Bullshit from fucking hell. That's the most ignoble. That is the most um, egregious of all lies. You're not a god. Although you can co-create. And I do. And I encourage you to. And that means you're going to have to face your... What does uh, Young call it? Um, the shadow? The dark side? The ego? The id? The dark nature? The dark mind? The flesh? The sin self? The privated? Can I say that? Because we do suffer from privation. A lack. We're not perfect. You can't create perfection out of imperfection, but you can observe and something greater than yourself comes in. And through that power of observation, I know it sounds flat. The words sound flat, but it's fucking powerful. That's why people don't want to see themselves. That's why people don't want to face reality because the truth is like a dual-edged sword, as the Bible says. And it doesn't say cut flesh and bone. It says bone and sinew. Did I mention this before? Because that just sticks out like a motherfucker. The truth burns you. If you have an ego, it's going to burn it. If you have a goat to get, it's going to get God. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you got a fucking big ass ego hanging out there, it's going to get burned. And the only way the ego stays alive is to continue devouring other people and other things for to feed itself like the federal government. You know, <laughs> I was just going to read something from uh, Manics, Panics, and Crashes because I want to impress upon you that this shit's going to fucking crash. And I've been working this empathic video, which is really good because normally I, I would just feel it right now and want to tear up because many people are going to perish. You're like, how do you know this? It's like, how do you know not? If I draw an outline on a blank canvas and I start drawing the silhouettes of trees and 
birds and a sunset and a mountain, you know that I'm going to make a landscape picture. If I start silhouetting out wings and a fuselage, and you start seeing these these shapes that resemble airplanes, you know, or an airplane, you know, I'm going to draw an airplane. If you go to a crime scene and you see Primarks on the door and valuables gone and you see a dead body on the floor of the owner who lives there or maybe you don't see the owner at all but you see Primarks you see the place been ransacked you see glass broken and things missing You don't need to observe the crime to know that a crime has taken place. There's evidence when you see the clouds on the horizon. Christ said this. He goes, you guys, you guys are farmers, man. This is how Jesus talked, okay? I just want to let you know. <laughs> and, and you know what? All you fucking stiff-necked religious people, you missed it if you, if you can't have fun. Because Jesus laughed. Jesus, Jesus was a man. God laughs. God has humor. You wouldn't have any humor if the universe didn't have humor in it. If divine, if there wasn't divine comedy. So get over yourself. Jesus goes, look, man. Like, you cats are farmers. When you see clouds on the horizon, when you see it starting to darken up, you know that there's a storm coming. How is it that you cannot see the signs of the times? And then he said, the kingdom of heaven is now. Put that on a shelf because we don't want to scare anybody. But how come you can't see the signs? These are the most overvalued stock market in history. What does overvalue mean? It means that people are paying. You know, when, when you're, you're paying $100 for a $10 product. You're paying $1,000 for a $100 product. That's what overvalued means. And the only reason why you're buying is because someone's going to give you 1001 for it tomorrow. Maybe. I'm holding in my hands right now, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, my formerly nicotine-stained hands. Manias, panics, and crashes. By Charles P. Kindleberger and Robert Z. Alieber. Sixth edition. Just got this. Not too. Got this last year. And I said, I need to get that on the shelf, man. I need to have that. And... Let me just read a little bit out of this, which I was promising you, because you're going to be promised some bubble crashes, some bubble pops. Let's see if I can find what I was reading. In the ruin of all collapsed booms is to be found the work of men who bought property at prices they knew perfectly well were fictitious but who bought them 
anyway and were willing to pay such prices simply because they knew that some still greater fool could be depended on to take the property off their hands and leave them with a profit. Manias, panics, and crashes. Let me read it again. Quote, and this is, um, everything is footnoted in this book. Everything. So that's like footnote 11 for that page. And, um, let's see who they got it from. I don't know if I can do, if I could go there right now. Holy crap, there's notes on there. Oh my goodness. Page 165. What are we on? I want to see who this is a direct quote from, but I'm not sure that I can. Um, that's 165. Maybe I can get there. Stay with me. Stay with me just a little bit. You know, this is on the fly. And, uh, you know, I thought I was getting some help, but it just may not. Now, I, I can't tell what page this is from. Um, sorry about that. But let me read the quote. In the ruin of all collapsed booms is to be found the work of men who bought property at prices they knew perfectly well were fictitious, but who were willing to pay such prices simply because they knew that some still greater fool could be dependent on to take the property off their hands and leave them with a profit. That's what I said. You'll pay $1,000 for a $100 stock because you know that someone's going to pay you 1001 for it. Maybe. Manics, panics, and crashes. You should pick it up. And that goes back to declare your jihad on 13 enemies you cannot see. And I would say that are within. And we're talking about selfishness, number four. Greed, number five. Don't you see the greed? Lust. We're smothered in lust. Lust for... You know, you think lust in just a sexual manner, and yes, we have that. But we got a lot of other lust. For fancy cars. To look good. You know, not just look good. Clean shaven. Clean nice clothes but to always be competing you know and the lusting after stuff possessions very very lustful nation and the sexual which is the which is the top of every great empire because you go from you go from the principle to the flesh. You go from the spiritual to the sensual. You go from, you know, aspiring to something greater than yourself, something higher. And you say higher, you're talking about like ideals, you know, of, um, of patience and understanding and nobility and honor and strength and courage and, uh, you know, truth. And vulnerability and authenticity to fake, plastic, sexual, sensual, you know, um, as Roy Masters would say, like two animals copulating in an alley. You know, that's what we become. It's just feed your, feed your base nature. That's what happens with empires. 
that's what happens. Second law of thermodynamics, things go from, I think it's the second law, things go from order to disorder without a lot of... That's for you, Marco Rubio. You know what I'm doing. Um, that's without a lot of intentionality, and that's why that's one of my five rules for survival. So these things, all these things, 